Joe, we can't talk about spoilers. It's only been not even a week. I know. I actually thought about, like, if we were to get on record, like, I don't know, hop on, like, Twitch or YouTube or something like that and just do, like, a live, like, bounce around ideas. And I was like, but I am a person who doesn't like spoilers, okay? Right. And especially with kids, like, it's, I can't be going to things right away anymore. It's just hard. Um, Yeah. And it's... Whereas I used to be able to like Thursday night, first, second showing, I'm oh, in yeah. there, you know, like totally can't do it anymore. And uh, so I, I think out of respect for the person I am, I don't think I can talk about spoilers like in a public forum just yet. I'm just not ready yet. I, well, one day we will and we'll get the boys from Best Song Ever and we'll just chat. But I got spoiled and I was so mad. Ah, uh, see. My freaking YouTube. I was just scrolling and there it was right there. Just like. Boom, boom. I was like, are you kidding me? That's why I can't do it. That's why I can't do public forums. Like, I cannot be that person. I honestly even feel bad when I stream a video game. Like, I streamed um, Ghost of Tsushima when it first came out, which wasn't super popular when it came out. But, like, it's a very story-focused game, and I felt weird streaming it because, like, I don't want to spoil this for people, but, like, I'm experienced. It's it's a weird duality, but, like, I hate spoils, and it... To spoil it for somebody else is tough. It's tough. Right. You know what the best part of that movie was, though? What's that? When Godzilla and the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man just like. When they got in that big fight, and just I couldn't fight believe it. it. And then Batman it. came out of nowhere. It was weird. I thought it was even more odd when Mario popped out of the Empire State Building. Like, hey, I thought that was a weird choice to, to when, run with. When they talked about the multiverse, they really went all out. Just jumped into it. They said, hey, was, this is what we're doing. <laughs> Every, was, everything. And it was really weird because Chris Pratt just voiced everybody. Yeah, that I thought that was the most interesting part. Is like they said he was just gonna do Mario, but he was literally every everything that even had character voices before. And they he yeah. was like, no, I'm just gonna do it. Well, I guess you know Spider Man jumped the shark. So. Artistic direction, Joe. You can't argue. It's artistic <laughs> artistic direction. Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez. With me, as always, is my co-dad, Jared Shemansky. Jared, how the heck are you? Joseph, I'm great. I'm drinking out of a mug that says Meowy Christmas. Got two cats (laughs) on it. It's fantastic. My favorite mug. I love it. That's very good. Um, Jared, it's been one hell of a weekend. I tell you what, it really has. It really has. Joe, tell me what your hell of a weekend was. Well, as we talked about just a second ago, Spider-Man happened this weekend. I mean, yes. Yes, it did. And it was probably one of the most beautiful pieces of movie I've seen in a long time. I feel like I've asked you this question before. Who's your favorite Marvel superhero? Batman's your favorite superhero, like, bar none, right? Like, that's there's no... But who's your favorite Marvel superhero? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I, like, growing up, I had Spider-Man toys all over the place, just as much as Batman toys. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had Batman the Animated Series was on, and Spider-Man. The Spider-Man 90s cartoon was oh, on man, at the those same were great. time. Like, um, definitely Spider-Man. Uh, and this movie was just so great in every way. And that's all I'm going to say about it. It was great. It was beautiful and amazing. Uh, I gave it a 52 out of 5 when I sent you the message after I saw it. Um. It and is. you gave it a four out of five. We're not we're not gonna spoil it. 
We're not going to spoil it. We're barely going to talk about We're it. Bar- this is like the last thing I'll say, but like. Uh, they waited so long. And with everything going on with the whole environment of movies nowadays, right? They had to hype this one up. Yeah. They really had to lay it all out there. And, and I thought. I wish I had known less going into it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right. Totally. Like, and it wasn't even like a theories thing. Like even the stuff that Marvel put out, I thought was a little too much. Like as yeah. we just talked about, I hate spoilers. I hate things like that. Like I want to be, I want that feeling of like, Oh my God. Like the end of end game, yeah. the end of end game blew me away because nobody yeah. spoiled it. Nobody leaked it. Like it was locked tight and that was phenomenal. This, yeah. this movie was a little loose, a little loose on that. I, I would have liked a little bit less. Totally. Agreed. Um, but yeah, that came out on Thursday, so I went and saw it Thursday night. Um, Friday, worked my normal work day, and then Jordan and Josh came over, and we made some steak, and they brought Charlie, and we had some drinks, and then like Charlie wasn't feeling too hot, so they were out by like 9.30, which is like a super early night whenever we hang out with them. Man, uh, <laughs> I was also in bed by 9.30, and that was a normal <laughs> night for me. I'd... Yeah, uh, and then Saturday, um, got up. Uh, just kind of hung out for the morning and Jordan had told us the night before that her family was getting together with Josh's mom and sister and they were going to make tamales at their house, Ooh. which I haven't made tamales in a couple of years because of COVID and everything going on, sure. which usually we make them out at the Lopez, like big family gathering. Um, so we went over there Saturday and made tamales for like four hours. Dang. Four and it takes a half that hours. long to make tamales? Oh yeah, they we made forty six dozen. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why do you count them in dozens? They're easy to package that way. You package okay. them up in dozens, and you, then you can give them out. Um, and that's usually probably enough for three to four people to eat, depending on how many. That's five hundred fifty-two uh, tamales, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes! Yeah. So and and it's a process because you got to take the oha the the corn husk and mm. soak it so that it's you know pliable, and then somebody's or a couple somebody's are taking the masa and they're spreading that on the tamale husk or on the corn husk, and then they get passed over to the fillers and they're filling it with meat, rolling it and you know putting it in its package and putting it on the tray ready to get steamed. So that's absolutely nuts. Absolutely yeah. So nuts. we we showed up at noon and started noon noon 30 jordan's grandparents her mom and her sister were there at 8 a.m holy smokes yeah and we ended about 4 30 um yeah so it was a, a busy day saturday and then we came home took a nap ate some dinner and then went back over just to hang out for the rest of the night joe i'm just gonna i'm just gonna lay this out there yeah i realize now i don't love to cook that much <laughs> I'm, i just don't like yeah the the pure thought of making tamales from 8 a.m until 5 like on a normal work day and yeah. not getting paid for it i, I, yeah. just, I just don't love i just don't love cooking that much <laughs> right it's uh it's nice because you get to like hang out with people and you know it's something it's just very very like it deep within our lopez tradition to do and it's just like it's the times where you just sit around a table and you just talk about your life like what's going on? Yeah. You know, you, you, you know, spill some tea and you just kind of 
bitch and moan about work or you joke and laugh about the family and it's just good you know good time uh so we did that and then sunday uh i don't even i barely remember what we did yesterday yeah this whole weekend was a we whirlwind. Drunk oh, on we tamales on saturday right so like... we we went out for <laughs> we went out for kayla's birthday yesterday um so my mom came over to watch cora and kayla and i got pedicures nice which was my first pedicure how did it um, feel give me a rundown i've never gotten a pedicure it was very tickly yeah um I mean, so they basically sense, right? yeah they soak your feet and then they scrub all the nasty skin off with like a pumice stone and then soak it some more give you like a foot calf massage like clip your toenails and i guess paint your toenails if you want Ooh. um and then uh do like hot towels around your legs and like put some stones on it just mm. to like get them nice and and warm and then that was it it took about 20 minutes um my feet aren't as soft as I would like them to be. I have. I mean, this is a little too much insight into our feet. Like, although hopefully this leads to a finance opportunity where somebody's asking us for feet pictures and then like, <laughs> then we're made, then we're in the money. Uh, right. I have very calloused feet. I've played sports for a very yeah. long time, not taking care of my feet whatsoever. Uh, yeah. And I'm also a hobbit and like to walk outside barefoot all the time. Like that's like right. my main thing. So, um, my feet would probably be a nightmare to oh, get a pedicure on. So they would, they would do it though. And I, you know what? You might like it. I'm a big I fan think... of feeling comfy. So like, yeah. if it gives that comfy feeling, I'll probably, I'll probably dig it. I'm a big and fan. We of had that. chairs that were like massage chairs, so you could like massage your back while you were doing it. Um, I didn't know how I'd feel about it. I liked it. Would I go back again? Maybe. I probably yeah. wouldn't go every month. Maybe yeah. once or twice a year. But uh. But yeah, it was nice. We did that, and then we went out to lunch, and then we uh, went and finished up some Christmas shopping and came home. And then uh, Joe and Julie came over, Kayla's parents, and Joe helped me mount my TV on the wall. Nice. So we did that. That was it. That was the weekend. Then it was done. And now here we are. How was your weekend? My weekend was good. Um, I've been rushing like towards the end of the year for work. We're just trying to get something in right before the end of the year. And like everybody's yeah. going on vacation this week and stuff like that. So Friday, I just worked pretty late. Uh, didn't do too much hung out, but uh, the Witcher came out. This, oh, this yes. Friday, Right. So Katie and oh, I yes. watched uh, we actually on Friday, we didn't watch it because we were too tired and we we're like, yeah, we're not going to do this. Um, so we just watched Succession on Friday night, like one episode and went to bed early. It was perfect yeah. Friday night. Watched like two episodes of Succession, got into bed, fell asleep by like 10 o'clock. Beautiful. Perfect. Perfect yeah. Friday. Um, Saturday morning, we got up and we watched like half of the Witcher season. Oh, just right wow. there. Like five episodes. Knocked them out. Um, it was great. And then we went and saw Spider-Man uh, Saturday afternoon, which was, I mean... I mean, what can he say? It was it was great. It was great. It's great. So saw that on Saturday afternoon. Then Katie went to a Christmas party on Saturday night. And I ended up just uh doing the solo dad thing, put Ben to bed and uh and hung out. Um played some video games, nothing too big, right? Sunday. Now Sunday, Joe. Joe, let me yeah, talk about day. Sunday. Joe, let me talk about Sunday. I have in on this podcast and on Twitter and on many other places in my life, trash the Detroit Lions for not being a good football team. Yeah. I have explained to a lot of people that the Detroit Lions are not a good football team. 
And I stand by that. They're not a talented yeah. football team. But they did something on, on Sunday, Joe. And yeah. uh, not only that, but they did it while I was in attendance. So our buddy Kevin, who has a yeah. guest on this podcast, best song ever, fame, everything like that. Um, him and Annie, his fiance, had gotten tickets and invited Katie and I to go with them to the Lions game. Um, and we didn't have a babysitter for Ben's, but luckily Ben gets in for free. So we're like, right. this is great. Like, Ben can come with us and uh, all this stuff. Unfortunately, Annie wasn't feeling very well, so Kevin and Annie didn't end up going. Uh, oh. And this is, this is an important part because um, these tickets were not just, just normal tickets. These tickets were 13 rows off the field, Joe. Wow. Like, very, very good tickets. Yeah. And part of the reason I think they were so willing to be like, not a big deal, is because the Cardinals were coming into this game with the best record in the NFL. The Lions. Really? Yeah. The Lions, famously, having the worst record in the NFL. The writing was on the wall. This was going to be a blowout. The Lions were not going to win. Even Katie and I going in, we're like, this is great. Like, we'll take Ben. We'll leave at halftime. Like, he gets to see the stadium, all this stuff. And then we'll just leave at halftime. Not a big deal. Well, before we even get to our seats, the Lions are winning. Wow. Uh, it was just 3 nothing. We're like, no big deal. We sit down. Um, and so we sit down. And the Lions at every game do this thing where they play the intro music from the Lion King and everybody holds up their kids. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's Ben's first Lions game. I'm going to hold them up. And then we got on the Jumbotron. What? Yeah. Uh, And not only that, but like three people messaged me. I was like, hey, I saw you and your son on the Jumbotron. Like a guy from high school. I ran into him when we were at the field. He's like, I saw you on the Jumbotron and recognized you. Like Big Vic from college messaged me. I was like, hey, like. You baby, I that's saw you cool. on the Jumbotron. I was like, that's awesome. Um, so we got on the Jumbotron, and then right after that, the Lions scored a touchdown. Damn. And then they were winning 10 nothing. Yeah. And then right before half, they scored another touchdown, and they were winning 17 nothing. What in the tarnation? And I was like, what is going on? So obviously we couldn't leave at halftime. The Lions were winning 17 nothing. Yeah. And not only that, Joe, the Lions won that game. They did. I saw a that. lot. By like yeah. three touchdowns. Now, did the Cardinals have like their like D stringers in? No, and here's the weirdest thing. The they did have their their number one receiver is hurt and done for the year. So that's one thing. But that's just one receiver. The Lions had seven people out on COVID. Oh God. Yeah. Seven people plus two injuries. So they had nine total people out of that game, nine starters. Which they've wow. already lost like five or six guys to injuries like before this, right? So they were out nine guys in this game alone. And they came out and beat the team with the like they had nine guys out and they came out and beat the team with the best record in the NFL. What happened? It's a little bit of two things. It's a okay. little bit of the Lions have never given up all season, right? And you gotta I right. mean you gotta give them all the credit in the world. If if I was 0-10, you know. And knew that we're not making the playoffs. We're not doing it. Like, I'm not playing football anymore. I'm like tired. Right. Like, I don't want, but they can't, they've never given up. They've always come out and just played the best game they could. They're just not a very good team. So the best game they can play is not right. Uh, but uh, they, that's one thing, but two, the Cardinals came out flat. It's a, it's a road game. 
they were on their second road game because they went from Arizona to LA last week and now they're in Detroit this mm. week. Um, and so that's a big piece of it, right? It's like, but credit to the Lions because it's one thing to come out flat on a road game and be like, what are we doing? We're losing to the one win Lions. Like, turn this around, right. win the game. Like, uh, and they didn't. The Lions never let them do that, right? They they did enough that like even when the Cardinals, you could see like in like, hey, this is we got to do this. Like we have to turn this around. Lions never let them. They never broke. They never bent. Like they held them to like field goals and not touchdowns. They didn't let. Uh, Arizona has this dynamite quarterback named Kyler Murray. He was under pressure and sacked all game long. Like it was, this is crazy to see. Crazy to see. And I and was that's there. Why- you were there. Ben has to go to every game now. I honestly, I told my mom like, just whatever, just buy us season tickets to the Lions. Yeah. Like, just sell everything that that we were going to get for Christmas. Just buy season tickets to the Lions. This is why Detroit loves the Lions mm-hmm. because you get this bit of hope Literally every season, half an inch. They give you half an inch, and they're like, "Hey, hey, hey, I know we suck, but we beat but the maybe best team in the year. league." Right, we beat the best team in the league. Maybe there's right. some momentum, and you're like, you know what? Maybe there is momentum. Maybe and there they, is. They always have a high draft pick, right? So draft season is the best. Yeah. Come about April time, you're like, man, we get a high draft pick. We won a couple of like big games last year. You know, the team wasn't that good, but like we start building on this, building on this, and then boom, break your heart all over boom. again. <laughs> so is that their last game? No, they got three more, maybe three, four oh, more. Oh, geez, three. really? They have three more. Yep. Wow. Yeah, okay. they add, they added an extra game this season, so it's seventeen games. So their last game's January 9th, actually. Oh wow. Okay. Gotcha. Well, there's still some more hope. Who knows? I mean, Jared Goff went and said, "Let's win the next three. And you know, what, why not? What would happen if they do? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're already statistically eliminated from the playoffs. Like nothing. Okay. Um, but it would give them hope. It would give them hope. That's all Detroit needs. It would drop them in the draft order from number one overall to like five or sixth overall. Oh, no. We can't have that. I mean, yeah, it's whatever. Uh, here's my thought about the draft. Uh, now that this has turned into my to Jared's sports section. <laughs> um, here's my thought about the draft. There's always players every year that go number one overall and bust out, right? Don't do right. absolutely nothing in the NFL. And then there's undrafted rookies that come out and now they're pro bowlers right it's it's a crapshoot yeah getting the number one overall pick getting the number five pick getting the number 20th pick right like you look at the patriots the patriots haven't drafted in the top 10 in 25 years right and look at them they're doing just fine aren't they you know like that's how these things go hmm well i guess we'll find out you better get to that game next time i know it well, they yeah they play the Packers for uh, at home. That's their well, last home game of the season. So maybe I just have to, maybe I just gotta be get there. tickets. Who knows? Yeah, get Ben ready. Tell yeah, him but, it's his time. But then, like, with my luck, the Packers are gonna be playing for like the number one seed, and they have to beat the Lions to get the number one seed to get the bye. And they're just gonna right. come out and steamroll the line, like oh, put totally. up forty five points. Oh, uh, well, we'll see. We'll get an update next time. Is it next week? Next no, weekend? January 9th. Well. Oh, they got three more games. So the next three weeks they'll have games. But the last game of the season, the last home game is January 9th. Gotcha. All right. Well, be there or be square. I'm telling you. Uh, awesome. 
Well, uh, we have a guest today. Yes. Um, Kayla is going to be coming on and talking about her birth plan. We are getting very close to Grayson being here. Um, so she will be on here and uh, and we'll chat about what she is looking to do during birth, what she wants to change, how I can change. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most important thing. We we got to figure out what you can do differently, Joe. Exactly. Exactly. So let's uh, let's get Kayla on here. Love it. All right. So now we have with us uh, my wife, my wife, my wife. (laughs) She's been on several times before and it's her birthday today. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Jared. You're welcome. (laughs) Man, you guys' birthdays are so close. I never realized that because Joe's ridiculous. Two weeks. Uh, January 18th. Okay. So about four weeks. And then Cora's is like. November. In November. Grayson's will be between mine and Joe's all at some point. You, all you winter oh. children. I tell you what. I know. We didn't plan that very well. No sweet we? summer <laughs> childs in your family, huh? <laughs> no. Man. Well, Cora, or Cora, Kayla, too many. Too many. <laughs> too many. It happens often. Joe, I was going to say, Joe, how many times do you do this? Like a bunch? So often. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can only imagine. So Kayla, on your birthday, how are you feeling? We're almost there. We're getting there. Like, how are you feeling? To being honest, um, I feel pretty cooked and done and <laughs> exhausted and just ready to have some of my body back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm tired. That's a really good way to put it. Mentally, yeah. emotionally, and physically, mostly tired. Yep. But we're doing really good, all things considered. That's awesome. Um, it's it's weird to be it's a pretty boring day but uh started my day with a funny cervical exam on my birthday so who doesn't love who, that as a gift on a monday morning on your birthday to have a <laughs> cervical exam who doesn't want that that sounds like the best who? time so comfortable mm-hmm. man so <laughs> compared to this time last pregnancy do you feel like there's a difference <laughs> like i yeah i feel like katie was very although she was ready to be done like reminiscing about like oh you know the pregnancy and like not quite ready to be there is it different this time do you feel much different for sure um i know what's coming and i remember it all too vividly mm-hmm. so half of me is is more terrified actually now oh, the yeah. second time because i'm like ah oh, shit i really gotta prepare for this i also am not i was far more rested then i took much more for granted like how <laughs> exhausting it is just to have a teenager of a toddler i lovingly call her because i'm sure joe will get into it on the podcast soon enough but the tantrums have entered in the last two weeks so we're pretty worn down just from that which i didn't have with cora so not only am i like more exhausted (laughs) i'm also like oh there's i gotta like get more things prepared not just for me and joe but now for cora too for this new person that Mm -hmm. i'm sure she's just gonna be real jazzed about you're still mom too right? right So, yeah, it's a lot different this time around. I'm also carrying different. So he's been, um, well, he's, everybody's healthy. We're looking really good. Oh, good. He's just been harder to carry. Like, he's bigger. Yeah. <laughs> like, way bigger. Just been harder on my body the second time around. Um, way different. Interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I, uh, it's so, I don't know, I find this so fascinating, this part of it, of, like, the difference between last time and this time, right? First kid, second mm-hmm. kid, all that stuff. Um, sure. Can't wait. And I mean, plus fantastic content, mm-hmm. right? Like 
Just right. keeps adding oh, on to the. That's that's why you guys exactly. got pregnant in the first place for f- fantastic content. It was content. only for the podcast. I yeah, it was. never to grow our family. Just just for you guys. That's just a uh, lovely side effect. Right when uh, when she got checked today, she's already dilated to a one. Yeah. So like like it's happening. Nine, yeah, nine <laughs> to go. That is yeah. That is coming. So yeah, and um, without getting too nerdy about it, you they track your effacement and they track your dilation. So. Mm-hmm. Your cervix has to really shorten and then it has to open up. And I was 70% effaced, which is good. So it's like getting real short, which is great. And then just a little bit dilated. So, man, you know, I'll take one out of 10 off, one notch down. We don't go backwards at this point. So it sounds I'm excited. That was a little bit of growth. I did tell my OB, I was like, you can lie to me today and say I'm more dilated than I am. I don't know the difference. That's true. You can make my birthday better. And so she did laughed she lie? at me. I mean, I don't think she did it. She wow, laughed. This is, this is a shocking revelation on the podcast right now. We don't no. know. I don't think medical professionals, even if I ask them to lie, yeah, I don't to think they're allowed. Are legally able to lie? I don't, lie think, about I don't it. think they're allowed to do that. <laughs> no. Um, no, I don't think she did, but she thought that was funny. That's awesome. Well, maybe, Joe, you might be right. You might win this pool of money that we have sitting over here betting on whether it's going to be early later on time. I mean, right. Who knows? Joe's been saying it's going to be early. Joe said he was going to come like um, like two weeks ago. Joe's like, he's coming this week. Yeah. So he might. He might. He might be here by the time this podcast comes out. He might be here. Yeah. Who knows? I would be okay if he waited till like right after Christmas, mm-hmm. but before New Year. That w- next week. Next, next week's week. good. I'm really <laughs> just next week. I'm gonna down. be doing a lot of the things to try to get him out. Sit him down, <laughs> talk him through the schedule. Be like, listen, calendar's booked this week. Sorry, top to bottom. Twenty seventh looks great. Yeah, twenty seventh <laughs> looks great. Eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Who knows? Pretty good time right there. Right. Love it. Well, I'm speaking of being interested in like last time versus this time. So obviously we've talked through Katie and I's birth story on the podcast and how crazy it was and how far away from our Mm -hmm. birth, our birth plan it got. And I'm I'm curious to hear your side going into the second time. Obviously you guys didn't quite have the experience we did last time, but uh, there's certainly some things you liked and didn't like last time. So I just want to jump off and just, you know, say what did you Mm. like that happened last time that you want to keep this time? Like what is that big main staple? It's like, we did that last time, bringing it in this time, have to do it. Hmm, That's a really good question. I would say, yeah, there's a lot I want to keep, but also there's probably more Mm -hmm. on my list that I'd like to change. You just know different. Mm -hmm. um, And I've just learned more also. um, Just once you go through it, you kind of know what to expect. And then, ow, I'm getting like kicked really hard right now. Um, Labor (laughs) and delivery is different for every baby. Sure. Um, and I'm two years older, which makes I feel like 20 years older. But <laughs> <laughs> Having a two year old um, will do that. Yeah. So I will say as in a general sense, I really appreciated how calm and chill the environment was for our labor and delivery. Now, I don't know if we'll be as lucky to have those same flavor of nurses mm-hmm. and that experience on the floor because of, you know, COVID hospitals packed right now i just talked to my doctor today and she's like labor and delivery is its own little bubble but the rest of the floors are over capacity and we're canceling elective surgeries so you might see some tired nurses i'm like a little worried about that so i don't know like what kind of a flavor of atmosphere we will get however like lights being low nurses and doctors spoke really calmly like there was no urgency Mm -hmm. even if they were talking about serious stuff which we were again, really lucky 
We didn't have any emergency issues. Right. They were like, whatever you want to do, let's dim the lights. Like they're like, would you like to try pushing? They were like, oh, look, you're you're dilated all the way. Do, do you want to do a push? And I'm like, this is how it works. It's not like on TV. <laughs> that was not our just... experience at all. Yeah. So I really, really would love to have just an atmosphere like that mm. again, that is very chill, calm. Nobody is stressed. Nobody is flailing or panicking, us included. Um, that would be really nice to redo. Um, yeah. I might have jinxed myself by asking right. for that. It. Watch, we have like it. a car baby Good and job. it's all hands on deck at Oof. this point. <laughs> hope not. Gotta hope not. <laughs> me too. Right. Me too. <laughs> uh, yeah, for ours, I felt like he, uh, our doctor was actually too laid back compared to the people around him. Like we had like mm -hmm. a, a training uh, what are they called? What are they like? A, like a resident as a resident. Yeah. A resident was like in and out of our room a lot doing her trainings and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. and then we had a labor and delivery nurse. And then we had another nurse that like was helping the mm -hmm. labor and delivery nurse. And then our doctor walked in like he was cooler than school and just like, right. yeah, we're just going to do this, this and this. And we're like, dude, there's like six people in here right now. Like we, we need you to kind of like step up and be a leader and not just. So that's, a, oh. you know, a little bit from yeah. ours. So it sounds like hopefully, yeah. hopefully they are that way again for you guys. Right. I wonder, do they, uh, did they tell you how long you can stay? Cause they gave us a strict 24 hours. Like it's COVID. Whoa. Um, so like once the baby's here, you get like a day and you can ask for a second day, but like, we want to get you in and out in 24 hours. So I don't know. You know, they haven't mentioned that. And that's a really good question. I probably will actually write down. I'm seeing my OB team, whoever is available through the holidays, <laughs> I guess at this point, um, every Monday. So I, they haven't said anything about that. Mm. However, I'm if we have, you know, another healthy like vaginal delivery and I don't have to stay like, you know, you stay if, longer if you have a C-section or you have yeah. a complication or there's some injury or baby goes to NICU. I mean, yeah. all things considered, if things look great and I'm ready, I'm going to be like, write me the script for pain meds and like, let's roll out of here. I don't yeah. mind not staying. The food is gross. Oh my it's God. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> the bathrooms suck. It's not like where I really want to be. And honestly, yeah, with COVID, even if, you know, we're just in a hospital with a huge COVID floor, mm -hmm. one of the two biggest a couple in Michigan for our area. So I like to not be there with my newborn oh, yeah, any right. longer than we oh, have yeah. to. So <laughs> I don't hate that policy to be yep. honest with you. <laughs> Katie and I, and, and we didn't, we didn't know any difference. Right. But we were right. like, after 24 hours, we were okay. Let's go home. Like yeah. I learned how to swaddle him. Uh, Katie, like he wasn't latching very well anyway. So like staying in the hospital, right. wasn't going to fix that. So like, right. let's just go home. We'll do, we'll deal with the yeah. stuff that we got to deal with at home where we can sleep in our own bed. And like, everything's mm -hmm. there um so well, you adjust and you heal different in an environment where you feel safer and more comfortable oh, yeah. so it was probably better for katie to come home and for you just because it's like your safe space sure. so i'm all for that <laughs> joe don't forget to pack food uh they might oh, not yeah. let, they might not let you out of the room with covid so don't forget to pack food <laughs> oh, we're gonna pack food we're gonna we might sneak in some snacks oh for sure we are it's not a mic whole bag whole I mean, bag of snacks my plan is to like once they place epidural, I'd like to have one. I mean, time permitting and how things sure. go. They're not going to pull it out of my back if they catch me eating a snack. I'm going to say, oh, no, I'm so sorry, and continue to eat whatever I'm <laughs> eating. Like, they're not going to kick us out once we're no, there. At I, that don't, point. I don't so, think they will. I'm eating. Right. And I think that that's something you're probably going to keep is the epidural. You like that worked last time, right? Oh, it was great. Yes. It is something I would love to do again. I had a really positive experience with it. I know yeah. not all people do. 
it was awesome um after laboring just for so long i was mm-hmm. really tired and it was it was very nice to get a break to get oh, yeah. like in between after like hour 20 <laughs> like <laughs> it was a long time that so i will definitely do that again for sure if that's an option we have enough time to do <laughs> awesome well let's flip that over lay it all out what sucked last time i mean what what do you what do you ca- <laughs> what can't happen again you know like what's the big thing on your list like we got to we got to do that differently. So I would say um if I didn't have that epidural, the pitocin induced contractions were really hard. That's what like mm-hmm. changed me from being able to stay on top of my contractions and work through them. Um once they gave me that bag, um it came just a little bit before I finally asked for my epidural. It was like a whole different set of contractions that were far more painful. The other ones were tolerable and like they were a pressure so that was where my back labor started. Yeah. So I would love to avoid Pitocin. It's standard. It's fine. If we need it, great. Um, you know, they give it to women who are stalling in labor. I wasn't. My doctors were like, do you want to have a baby tonight? And I was naive and said, sure. Yeah. Not knowing I was signing up for oh, yeah. like, once you start an intervention, sometimes it can be a cascade of others by, you know, behind it. So I-, I would love to like not do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Again. That's what happened with us. But it's funny you say Pitocin because that's on our list too because like that's where everything started to go wrong, right? Like it was Pitocin and then they're like, oh, by the way, we have to break the water now because we gave you Pitocin. We're like, oh, we like weren't ready. And then his heart rate dropped and, you know, everything started to, you know, go from there. So like it was, that's, that's on our list too. That's a big one that we're like, you know, if we can, if we can not do that, like if it's, if we're okay where where we're at, like we had just gotten to the hospital, maybe been there an hour then right let's just go you know let's just keep this train rolling on the on the path we're going on so for sure for sure and there's a total purpose for it like it is absolutely um a wonderful thing that like some birthing people need i know it's um can be helpful for like postpartum hemorrhaging like there's there's times where you need it absolutely um but you don't it's not a necessity for a quote-unquote like healthy good normal birth um I also agree with like breaking waters. I got to triage and the triage nurse was like, oh, you know, like one of your bag of waters, which you have like several layers, didn't know that until I was there, thought it was just one, is broke. So you're like leaking a little, but I'm going to like finish breaking your waters and it'll get things to speed up. And I thought, awesome. <laughs> Not awesome, at least in my opinion, because um, that cushioning of fluid really helps to get through contractions. Sure. And so when you don't have that, it's just like muscle on bone and little tiny human squishing. And it does intensify your contractions and it's not a necessity. It doesn't slow down labor that I know of. It's not like medically necessary to mm-hmm. do that. Yes, it can speed up labor, but I was still there pushing for two hours, 20 hours into labor. So it really, did it really make a difference for me? Right. No. So that would be something we I'm going to say, if I don't need it and he's cool and chill and fine, leave it. Yeah. <laughs> it comes out with them eventually. Um, what else? Oh, the third thing I would say. Go ahead, Joe. I was say I excited. probably your birthing position. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another one. Um, so I have four things. Jeez. Look at, see, more things hey, I've changed. Give it all up. Um, <laughs> I, yes, birthing position would not like to birth on my back again. With back labor and laying on my tailbone, it was really painful, even mm-hmm. with an epidural. Um, and I couldn't feel sensations to know when to push. I didn't get a sense of pressure. Um, 
And my labor slowed down a ton as soon as they got me in bed. Once I got my epidural, they're like, you can't get up. You're in the bed. Yeah. You've got to stay. No mobility. Um, I didn't know there were options where I could be like half seated. They could like adjust my bed so I could kind of be up. Um, there are other options that I could have done to at least like when we go to push, I could have definitely been upright a lot more and had gravity on my side <laughs> versus just <laughs> flat on my back. Yes. Um, it didn't help. So we're going to we're going to try it really just depends on your labor and delivery nurses and team who's educated to know how to get you into certain positions. You got to be safe. I get it. You're like an immediate fall risk when half of your body is completely numb. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I get it. But um yeah, I don't want to do that. I the yeah, I, just, I didn't realize hard. you could do so they had Katie be in different positions before labor. Or not before labor, obviously she's still in labor, but before time to push, right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. yep. um, but I didn't realize you actually give birth in those positions. So that's pretty neat too, that you're able yeah. to actually give birth in those positions and, and especially if it's more comfortable. Back labor for Katie is I mean that the, all of her like Braxton Hicks were in her back. Like her yeah. she just got back labor all the time, right? Like that's where she mm -hmm. uh, she holds her tension. So like just made sense that that's where it was. And uh, yeah. it was uh, it was very, very painful. So it is. It's weird. You're you know, Braxton Hicks are really low and they feel more like what women would consider like a, a menstrual cramp. But when you start to get those really big contractions, they're like your whole torso. Like mine would radiate down my thighs, which is a really weird sensation. Like my thighs would tense up, too. And it would start like behind my rib cage, like under my shoulder blades and like wrap forward like Ooh. a vice downward so it's it's weird where yeah you feel it in your whole middle um and you don't expect that you think it's just gonna <laughs> yeah. be localized and yeah. it's all of your muscles are working together it's wild um yeah i would say the last thing i know for sure i'm gonna do different and this is more like current is i probably will elect not to get membrane sweeps and they sound as bad as they kind of are. <laughs> They're not yeah, very fun or comfortable. A membrane sweep. I, I don't think I've even heard of that. Yeah, I don't know if Katie did them. Um, but essentially, once um, you are dilated at least to a two or above, your provider can help to separate your bag of waters from your cervix. And they do it manually with their hand. They just go on in there when they check you. And they sweep around your baby's head to kind of detach. I know graphic guys, you're learning a whole lot. <laughs> right. You detach all of that tissue that's been there to hold hmm. in things. And what happens is your body will release prostaglandins, which is a hormone, and that can help start contractions in labor. So there's some efficacy. Mm. There's some research to say some people will go into labor within 48 hours of having a membrane sweep. Right. I had two of them and it did nothing. Hmm. I still went past my second membrane sweep. So I had one with Cora at... 38 weeks and then 39 weeks and we had her just what a day or two shy of 40 weeks yeah. so it did nothing for me they were very uncomfortable i would Why did rather they do go them so early just to get things going and started yeah. they genuinely ask you like if you're if things are looking good you're looking healthy and you'd like to have your baby soon because you're uncomfortable and your provider is like yeah let's get it going they will do them hmm. there's there's no, I mean, the only risk that I kind of am most aware of is it introduces bacteria to that area, which isn't yeah. great. Um, but aside from that, there's really not a whole lot of risk. You can break your waters prematurely doing that. And so that if your body or baby weren't ready, that would be a problem. But that's why they make you wait until you're already kind of 
start in the process. Right. You certainly would not do that to induce a labor at like 30 weeks. Like right. that, they would never do that. So I'm not going to do that because it didn't help and it was really painful. It, there's no pain management medication. Mm-hmm. You just have a hand fully up there for about five minutes. I'm going <laughs> to tell you what, it doesn't sound like it's for me. I'm, I'm just going <laughs> to lay it out there right now. I just don't think, I think I'm going to yeah. pass on it personally for me. Uh, right. So yeah, yeah, no, it doesn't feel good. Um, and for some people, like you're willing to try anything at the end. I get it. Yeah. Well, yeah. especially so we if you're like that. a week, two weeks past your due date, like really yes. getting there. Absolutely. That makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, the other thing we probably are going to do, we've talked about it, is make like a playlist of music, oh, yeah. Yeah. which is something that you brought up. Yes. And, you know, my question for you, Jared, Ooh. is you and Katie have kind of talked about this a little bit. Are you guys like picking individual songs if you do this in the future? Or would you just pick like different artists to put on it and like put just the full albums of that kind of stuff? Interesting. We're going to put together a a list of individual like a playlist of individual songs. Um, it's nice. kind of a uh, like relaxation exercise for Katie too, of like thinking about mm-hmm. birth and thinking about pregnancy and being able to put songs that she to to reflect like the emotions she wants to feel during pregnancy. Um, so that's really her that. big thing is like, you know, the songs that that trigger these emotions. She wants to feel that during during labor and things like that. So that's okay. how we do it. It's funny. Cool. Good to know. That's yeah, cool. I know. We were thinking we were just talking about that. Like, just only Lumineers. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm over here. Like, I need like something that's gonna distract me and or make me laugh or just be. F- I'm like in a funny mode, so I'm right. like, can we have Cardi B WAP like as loud as it goes in my labor? <laughs> just jam out. Room. Just fully jam yeah, just out. To, Go for it. Just to be like, that's right. fine, and yeah. it's ironic, and I think my labor and delivery nurses would laugh. Also, the mom next door trying to be in labor peacefully would be like what's happening what is what is going on i can't help it i'm i would i don't know (laughs) that's what my child wants to hear welcoming himself into the world i tell you what (laughs) i think music just has that kind of ability right where you can just yeah you can just do that you can just put together whatever whatever you want to feel and if you want to jam out and just be like that's how you get distracted just do it you know yeah i love it totally um so what can I do oh, as yeah. a oh, yeah. support person in the room? Do this is better. a tough question. Yeah. Um, and everybody's going to be different for what their needs are. I just know for myself, um, I had, so in our first with Cora, we had Joe's mom, my mom, Joe, and like Jared said, like 15 different doctors and mm-hmm. nurses. Like I had like a full house in this massive room of people. Like there was a full classroom of people in yeah. our room. With COVID, I doubt that we'll have that many people. And we're planning on just me and Joe. So our moms probably aren't going to come up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Cora's got to stay with one of her Grammys. So um, during that experience, though, my mom, A, just because she has given birth twice herself, kind of knew what I meant when I was asking her to literally give me the people's elbow on my spine. <laughs> and I Joe tried a couple times. And I... I does I don't think I ever got really angry or like irritated, no. but I was like, "You're not doing it right. Let my mom do it. Like, just move. Like, get mm-hmm. like go, go, go." And I shooed him away, and she was like legit hammering into my tailbone, and it felt great. It would never be like what I would ask for as a massage, like normally, but I needed really intense counter pressure. Sure. So I think this time around, yeah, Joe is gonna have to like have to be that person and like do that kind of like 
partnered like support and i'm a little nervous to Joe, know how he's gonna do i'll send you over <laughs> some youtube videos of the rock from back in the day <laughs> yeah yeah like he's gonna need the pep up music right, to yeah. like we did set you up pretty good because for my birthday i'd asked for like one of those awesome massage guns that are like huge. oh yeah um and we were trying it out yesterday to like practice and i was like all right this is the one that you're gonna use yeah. here's where you're gonna use it I was like, then you don't even have to worry. Turn it up on high velocity. And, and just like, go for it. Yep. Yes. Give that counter pressure. So I think that would be one thing. Um, I know for you, it was just so new. So you were just taking it in and asking and waiting for direction. I think this yeah. time I'm going to have to rely on Joe to be far more like, yeah, you go get the nurse or you go like ask them for water or like push the button or um change the song on the playlist that we have like i'm not gonna want to moderate any of that stuff um yeah so totally. joe will have to just be a little more active and like assessing what looks like needs to be done maybe yeah because <laughs> you kind of know this time sure but it's anybody's best guess because every labor and delivery is different so right and things might change on the fly yeah. right if Who it knows? comes really quick we won't have time to have to like set all this right. up <laughs> Second babies, I hear, are faster. I hear they're quicker. That's the that's the old wives' tale, that. right? Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> Most importantly, what can Joe do when you get home to make it better? Ooh. Um, and this is just advice. Not that you were ever um, lacking in this before, but this is advice for like all um, postpartum partners. Mm -hmm. Would be make sure mom is... Um, like well fed and also hydrated. Yeah. Um, it's I know it's really hard to like pick up so much of the slack, but there is a lot that you can do as a partner. Um, do not wait for that postpartum person to like ask for things. Um, they're gonna be tied up if they're breastfeeding or even pumping quite often or just soothing baby. Um, don't wait to be told to do things. Like if you see baby could be changed change them while mom's getting her pumped together or if in the middle of the night um you know like you as a partner want to bottle feed awesome like just do it don't wait for mom to say can you get up please like i need an extra hour just preemptively if you see something do it so your job will be to feed me and cora you might be a far a far likelihood of increased a amount lot of mcdonald's <laughs> To hey. have to just like, you're on meals. Like, you got to feed all of us. I'm feeding Grayson. You got to feed Cora and me. Um, the that tall kind of ask. Stuff. Right. With Cora, we could do it together. But yeah. because we have Cora, and she's going to still need to go to daycare because I want her to have some semblance of regular life. Sure. Instead of me packing her bag at lunch the night before and like getting her up in the morning and dress, like, Joe might have to help with some of that stuff and like prep her backpack, get her lunch packed. So, I think there's going to be a lot more that Joe's going to have to take yeah. on this time, at least the first two to three weeks while like I'm physically healing before I can be more mobile again. Yeah, for sure. And definitely understanding that physically physical healing part this time around, I feel like will be much better. Like last time. Yeah. You, you're just kind of like everybody's going through it for the first time. This what? time you'll know what to expect. You'll know what to do. You'll, you know, it'll be much easier. Not easier. Maybe is not the right way to say it. You'll understand it better, yeah. right? Like you'll understand it better. Mm -hmm. right. Hopefully. And I mean, yeah, that's all given if, you know, we were to need to have a C-section. Like that's a totally different healing process that we'd have to learn together. Um, yeah. You might unfortunately be the brunt of like taking care of Cora for a little bit. If I can't lift her or oh, yeah. comfort her like I have been doing, 
Um, so it's going to be a lot more on yeah. Joe, I think, this time than last time. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Dads are built for that, right? Right. Maybe. We'll see. We'll, we'll find see. Out. I'm we'll figure it down. out. I was going to say, you'll see what kind of shape we're in that first episode after. I know. Him. Hey, I was a zombie on my first few episodes. So Yeah. We'll see. Oh, that's great. Well, Kayla, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, yeah. I can honestly say from all of us, we're super excited for this. So, you know, thank you. Hopefully you are, too. It's bananas. It's super wild. Um, and if Kayla's still cool with it, I'm going to record bits and pieces <laughs> while we're like in the room and on the drive. Love it. Who Love it. Vlog the whole out. thing. Yeah. My goodness. It's, that's going to be uh, interesting. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks well, so much. Thank Kayla. you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Absolutely. And uh, we will talk to you soon. And I'll talk to you even more soon than Jared will. <laughs> That's yeah. true. I'll see you in like a half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and Good I will guys. talk to you soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. All right. All right. Thank see you. See you, Kayla. Well, thank you so much, everybody, for for listening. Uh, thank you to Kayla for coming on and, and chatting about all that. We really, really appreciate it. And hey, next time you hear from Kayla, uh, we'll probably have. Grayson here. Yeah. Which... Yeah. And the, nuts. <laughs> the next time Kayla comes on, I mean, it'll be, it'll be talk about what it's like to have a second baby. Exactly. So, but again, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, if you haven't already, please go subscribe, go give us a review mm-hmm. on Apple podcasts, wherever it is, because that would really help us jump up in some charts. Um, tell one person about us. It's the holiday since, season. It's the holiday season. What a better Christmas. No better Christmas present Nothing. for us. Um, and you know, tell tell one person that, you know, might be having a child soon. Hey, we're gonna have some big baby news soon. So like let them know. Just tell them. Uh, and thanks to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. Go check out some of their other shows if you haven't already. There's a lot of good stuff out there. And if you haven't yet, go follow us on social media. We're at Big Dead Energy Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And then you can find us on Facebook at Big Dead Energy. Uh, check out our podcast drops now in the Facebook feed the minute it drops. So if, uh, if, you, uh, if you're around on Facebook at 6 a.m. on Wednesdays and Fridays, boom, it's right there waiting for you. Just saying, hey, come on in. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, go listen to our dad talks if you haven't because those oh, yeah, are neat really and jared's good. been doing some good christmas stuff and last friday we talked about die hard and that was great it's a great episode you should go you should go listen to it it's it's a i tell you what i didn't uh it didn't go the way i expected it to but it's a very <laughs> good episode very very it's good a, episode very very good and that was with kevin from best song ever uh who we just love yeah we i mean he's okay yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Just kidding. We love him. We love and him. Luke. We love him. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening for another week. We appreciate every time you come and stop by. And uh, again, just thank you. And hopefully, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, the holidays are, are right around the corner. And I hope you guys have a happy holidays and uh, everybody has fun with their family. And uh, if you don't have any family, hopefully it's friends. And if you're doing it by yourself, I hope you like that too. So, yeah, uh, I guess I didn't even think about that. Yeah. This week is Christmas. It's Christmas so, like, week, Joe. Yeah. Happy holidays, everybody. We appreciate you all. Thank you so much. Uh, we will be having both episodes this week. So we are you're getting an episode on Wednesday. And we're going to put one out on Christmas Eve, too. So you'll have one there, too. So while you're on your way to wherever you're going for Christmas Eve, you can listen to our dad talk, and uh, it's going to be a good one. So, you know, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it. For both of us, I'm Jared Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, click your tongues twice before you use them.
Desks. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.